What are the benefits of doing long sit stays? Um, what's the benefit of standing at attention in the rain? What's the benefit of standing at attention in the rain for all my military folks? What's the benefit of that? Discipline. Discipline. That's it right there. Impulse control. Doing things you might not enjoy to do, but you've been told to do. It will bring out, it'll make you a better better person as a soldier and as a human being. It'll make you a better and more obedient dog as a dog. It is incredible, the impulse control. If you watch today's Instagram stories, all those dogs that I was walking up to and sticking a camera in their, in their face would all be more than happy to bite me, most of them. All willing to bite me. But nope. Why? I got to stay in the sit-stay. Biting off the table. It is such a great... It is a The sit-stay has been a game-changer in our training program at Sally Canine Training. Well, you know, I used to... It's funny because a lot of people will make fun of it. Mm, probably seven years ago, maybe eight years ago, when I was more involved on forums, but I've gotten off of those. I've gotten off of forums. Um, what happened is we used to do, do talk about the place command. I was ripped apart, ripped apart. Now, guess what? Everybody does place. Sit stays, I mocked and mocked and mocked and mocked and mocked. But guess what? It's already starting. People are sending me in their sit stay videos. They're tagging us. It's going to be the norm pretty soon. It's going to be the norm. Everybody's afraid, though. They're all afraid because they don't get it until they try it and then they get it. Next. Going live. (laughs) Now we're live. How is everybody? My name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is Cass. Cass is actually our intern from Canada. One month left. Yeah. Less than one month. Today's yeah. the second. No, it's probably one month. Yeah, yeah one no. month left. So um, the What Would Jeff Do show? So uh, the What Would Jeff Do show? It's a 90-minute show. We do this every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. This week, pay attention because, excuse me, Thursday morning at 3.45, Joel and I head to... Excuse me, I just had coffee and now I'm burping. We head to um, Seattle um, to do a seminar this weekend. And then we go right down to San Francisco to do another one the following weekend. And um, we have audit spots available left for Petaluma. Petaluma is sold out. San Francisco, San Francisco is sold out. Go as an audit though. You will learn just as much. You just can't work your dog, but you will learn just as much. It's a wealth of information. Um, so I do Jeff Gelman seminars, which are two-day seminars. Those are problem-solving seminars. So that's a problem-solving seminar. This is a problem-solving podcast. Keep that in mind. And, and it's also with pet dogs. So we talk a lot about punishments because that's how you stop an unwanted behavior. Most people are struggling with unwanted behaviors. And then we have our training center here. The, now, the training center here, I'd like to say, is more holistically 360, meaning we do everything here. 95% of the day is literally food training. Click food, click food, click food. Why? We're training a lot of obedience. Stopping an unwanted behavior, boom, one second to five seconds of the day, and then the rest of the day, rewarding for what we want. And that's how it sort of should look for you. Now, there are days where dogs come in that's like, man, 
Uh, I spent all day long just like stopping all these unwanted behaviors. You're growling at me. You're trying to bite me. You're jumping on me. You've got crate anxiety. So it's a little bit different. Got a wonderful staff of 12 here, four awesome trainers. Um, but this is, this is though a Q&A show, which every answer needs at least, <laughs> at least at a minimum a one hour Skype, if not a boarding train, but you're going to get a short snarky answer. So here we go. Uh, there is a little dollar sign in the corner. People are like, what's that dollar dollar sign for? What happens is it's for um, top chat, top cash. You put your question in there. It goes to the top of the queue. Cast will read it. It's something that, but you don't have to pay to play. We answer all the questions. We get to as many questions in 90 minutes. All depends if I go on a rant or not. And that all depends um, what's going on. This is not a planned show. Next, here we go. All right, first question comes from Britt. It says, on my walk with my GS, we walked past that yappy small dog barking, jumping the fence, and she got excited, but I corrected nice. it when we went to the park and walked in front of two small dogs. Awesome. She also walks right past other GS. People couldn't get the dog to come to them, so I have also been trying to use one hand. I did... Most of the time working on it is okay to wish. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you asking these questions in code or do they write it in code? <laughs> I'm just reading it how it's written. I'm can you to translate can you summarize it, it all? <laughs> is it in a foreign language? It sounds like it's fucking. It's so, I'm question. sorry. It sounds like Google Translate. <laughs> Thanks. Trying my best. That's okay. what it says at the end. Okay. So, anyway, the biggest point is you're trying your best. Okay, you're trying your best. You're having some success. You're having some not so much success, but it's all success because it's all progress. Okay, got it. And you didn't say sorry to me. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Next. Uh, Melissa, that's Melissa. Good evening, Jeff, Joel, and everyone in the chat. Hey, Melissa. She's a moderator. Yes. Hey, Melissa. How are you? Uh, Shona says, hi, Jeff. My dog always wants to bolt out the front door whenever it is open yep. and almost got killed the other day when he ran straight into the street. Yes. I have a remote caller. How do I stop okay, this? Okay. Number one, it's really interesting how many people bash the bonker. A bonker is this. It's a cotton towel. Okay. Bonker. It's a cotton towel. This literally could save your dog's life. So think about that. Like a cotton towel that cost $1.29 at Walmart to rubber bands, number 64 rubber bands or elastics, depending on what you like to call them, which are pennies a piece, a free training video, which I've got multiple ones on how to use a bonker, how to make a bonker on my website, could save your dog's life. And people are like bashing the bonker. Meanwhile, anybody can do the training and save your dog's life. Mm -hmm. Now with a remote collar, this is what you want to do. Number one, Train your dog thresholds, meaning you never leave the front door without permission. So for now, you want to make your front door hot. So how do you make the front door hot? Well, if you have a remote collar, that's easy. Leash on the dog, let the dog go towards the front door, high-level correction. Guess what? That dog goes, that front door is hot. I'm not going near there. But then guide the dog back. So you're teaching your dog, like, where to go how to get out of that. That's almost like underground fence technology stuff. Um, you can also just teach your do dog when you come to a threshold, you sit down. But that doesn't mean you can leave your dog door wide open. Now, many people can. I've, I've been, I remember when I used to be a backpacker and um, I would be backpacking, I don't know, somewhere up in Vermont, New Hampshire. I'd come across like some small town every once in a while, go to, into a country store. If the door was open, there's a dog lying down in front of it. It's like it knew it wasn't allowed to go inside. They probably threw shit at it, by the way. How do they keep that dog from coming inside? Because every time they did, they probably threw something at it. Yep. Sort of like barking it. Next. 
Uh, Yameli says, hello, guys. When choosing a dog, is it fair to assume how the dog will behave according to its breed? No. Or does the dog's breed not matter in, just in general as a pet? Thank you. No, okay. This yes, some breeds matter. Like you're probably you know I've met two calm Malinois, just naturally calm, no commands. Is they just hang out? Okay. My Malinois is I can make really calm by like putting him into a calming state with my just like I give him a command, boom, it's calm. It's called calm on command. Um, uh, there are things such as like. Bulldogs, like you're not going backpacking probably with your bulldog. You're going swimming in the ocean, most likely, without a life jacket on. Um, I mean, there are some things you should be aware of. Cattle dogs, herding dogs, you should be aware of. But a lot of training could override a lot of those tendencies. So a lot of times some people use the excuse that, oh, the reason why the cattle dog is nipping at your kid's heels is because it's breed. It's like, well, they're not bred to bite kids. Yes, they are bred to use their their mouth, but that could be that you could override that with training. But it's good that you try to recognize some outlet for the dog that e- that is something it likes to do. Next, uh, Wander in blanket says hello, solid canine family. Hello, Michelle says good evening, Jeff, Joel, and Melissa. Hope all is well. Hey, Michelle. Yep, you, you wrote that before you saw there was Cass. Yep. Michelle says, or that's Melissa says evening, Cass. Hey, Melissa. Michelle says, my apologies, Cass. Good evening. You can say you're sorry. She's from Calgary. Just say sorry. We understand that. We speak Canadian here. Next. (laughs) Uh, Kathleen says, hi, guys. Thanks for all you do. You're welcome, Kathleen. I've done basic training with place down and recall and e-caller. Looking to proof out in the world now. When adding tougher distractions, should it be using non-compliance stim or continuous? She already knows the command verbally. So what you want to do is you want to start using non-compliance stim with distractions inside. Up the game outside to remember there's still a leash on your dog go back a couple of steps and then start proofing it outside as well next uh andy says hey guys in your opinion when can i leave my dog all day in the crate for nine hours while i'm at work right now my boyfriend takes her during the day but i'm getting tired of going back and forth so um tomorrow she's almost eight months old Mm, eight month old dog should be able to hold it so so tomorrow i mean this is the thing i'm a realist and you're always going to get some asshole out there. Well, then you shouldn't shouldn't have gotten a dog. It's like, you know what? Yeah, you should have gotten a dog. I'm glad you got the dog. But I'm a realist. Most people have to work. So it sounds like you and your boyfriend both have to work. Now, you can make money from home. You can make a good living from home. A lot of people, if, if anybody out there is a, is a fellow like RVer or a van life person, you know you can make a lot of money from literally just with a Wi-Fi signal. But I think most families have to work at least one job a piece, which is like two people, two jobs. You know, not too many families um, can survive on one, one budget. I think if people had a better handle on their spending, they probably could. So... Um, you know, but you don't ease into it. You just do it. Just do it tomorrow. Next. Jared says, using e-collar to curtail excessive barking and whining in the crate with our six-month-old puppy. Yep. E-collar gets him to lay down but doesn't get the whining to stop. Continuing low-level stim doesn't help. Going higher seems to make the problem worse. Yes. Ideas? Yeah, sometimes you got to go up and then go down. Also, no bonk. No hit the top. No earthquake. No open up the door bonk. Make sure the dog's going to double down too. Next. 
Alexandria says, seven-week-old Belgian Malinois puppy. I have a bite rag and lots of toys we work with as excessive biting comes with the breed. Is seven weeks too young to bonk when she bites things that she's not supposed to? No, it's not. Next. Felicia says, hello, I learned about you through listening to The Good Dog with Sean. I've been listening and learning from you ever since. Looking forward to meeting you and learning a lot more awesome. in Atlanta. Awesome. So we'll see you in Atlanta. And you, whenever you want to get the facts straight, you do, what you want to do is, if Sean says something, ask the same question here. And whenever I say, that's the right answer. <laughs> okay? Just to, let, just to let you know. So just let you know. Next. A says, recently got a ton of hate from family about my balance training methods with my dog. Honestly made me question myself and feel bad. Any yep. advice on how to overcome this and or how to deal with any negativity? You want to challenge that one? That's that's <laughs> Cass's life. So there are two different questions there. How to deal with any negativity? This is what I want you to do in life. This is not a dog training answer. This is a life answer. Stop giving a fuck what other people think. Got it? Who cares what your family says? Who cares? It all sounds good on paper till you apply it. I would love to see a reward-only dog. I'd love to see any of these dogs at our facility trained with reward-only. First of all, it can't be done. It's impossible. The fact that we have our door closed here is restricting the dog from free roaming. Therefore, you punish the dog. If you put a leash on the dog, you're using punishment. Right? A harness, anything. Anything. Take all collars and leashes off the dog and just get it to do stuff. Can't be done. It's not being done. Next. Kathleen says, hey, Jeff and Cass, and Joel from the background. Yeah, Joel just left. Next. Yep. Giraffe says, should all dogs be able to fetch? No. I mean, fetch doesn't come naturally for, I mean, some dogs it does, but that's why they teach something called forced fetch, which we don't teach, but there is something called forced fetch. Next. Scattered Storm says, hey, guys, good to see you again, Cass. Hey, Gretch, how are you, honey? Thanks for the drawings. They're getting better. I'm seeing them. Joel's liking them. That means they're getting better. It's all Joel. She's the judge. Next. <laughs> Plus, that's who you're work you'd be working for. Next. Britt says, today I did a down over 10 times, two of them being a minute. It's getting easy, and I ran her around trees in the park, and she did perfect. I was impressed and feel pretty good with my German shepherd. Awesome. Awesome. So proud of you. All you folks out there that are kicking out, this is the thing. Every day I get, I get, oh, I don't know, about a dozen emails, a lot more messages, like thanking me for all the free content and, and you're welcome. And, and, and that's, that's fantastic. Um, but thank all of you. You guys are the ones doing all the hard work. Like I've got a video out there that people keep watching. I made it 10 years ago and people are still watching and learning it and doing it. Like, you know, how people are like, they tag you on Instagram and it shows up in your stories. Mm -hmm. So someone's like learning place. That's like a seven year old video. It's like, it's like I, even, I even teach it a little bit differently now. Don't worry. Keep doing it because that video works. But I mean, it's like I teach it differently now. But mm -hmm. it's like it's just so great that you can make a piece of content. Tip for dog trainers. Tip for people in life. Make videos on how to do stuff and give it away for free with no obligation of anything in return. Don't expect anything. Don't expect anything back. Never. All right? Give it away 
with no, no expectations. And it is beautiful and wonderful to see how it all of a sudden evolves. Next. Uh, top chat from Travis. It says, thanks for all you guys do. Uh, question, five-month-old pug puppy won't hi- won't hold his downstays. He breaks after a minute or two. How do I discipline this? So it's not disciplining him. You're not disciplining him. No, 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 no. You're teaching him first. He's only five months old. Have you taught the dog? Okay. Follow our steps if you're using a remote collar, which is CS, NCS, and then correction. But say you're not. Say you're just using leash. Have you taught that? Has the dog done successfully down hundreds of times? Do you know that we don't say no in obedience? Everybody thinks all I do is correct dogs. It's like, yeah, to stop an unwanted behavior, I correct you on, on second one. Literally right off the bat. In obedience, all obedience commands, we don't say the word no or do a correction until three, four, sometimes 500 repetitions into the command. And everybody's like, all Jeff does is like, this is, I'm not saying this from defense. I'm just saying it for how stupid, like the haters actually are. It's like, Jeff just corrects dogs. It's like, what? Yeah, when they growl, lunge, bite at me, when they bark too much, when they rush the front door, when they counter surf, when they get into the litter box, get into the trash can, eat poop, dig holes, try to get out of a crate. Of course I do. And so should you. But obedience, hundreds of repetitions, hundreds of repetitions. We, we, we clicker train dogs here. Like, do people even know that? We use food and clicker. Yep. We use positive reinforcement all day long. That's how dogs learn. But they also learn through punishments, the proper application of a, of a, of a punisher. You can call it any word you want to. We call it a correction. I don't care what you call it, but it is a punisher. You're not mad. You're not angry. You're not upset. It's just a matter of fact. Don't do that anymore. It's unemotional. So, but what I want you to do, it's not about disciplining her. It's about teaching her how to do the command and then doing it with no distractions, slightly adding environmentals, which will start proofing the command, and then teaching that dog no, applying a, applying your correction, which is usually a leash pop, if you're using a leash and prong, and then guiding the dog back. You have to teach a dog actually how to be punished. We actually do that as well. We don't just leave the dog hanging. And then you want to repeat that too. So you might be rushing your steps next. Uh, Kathleen says, brushing up on Max's sits on chairs for daycare on Friday. Love the videos from daycare today. Super excited for him to go. Awesome. Yeah. A lot of people are like, they look so bored. So we put up a video. We did something on stories and then, oh, I, I'll post a video too. Oh, no, I gave mm-hmm. that video to, um, I think to Joelle to turn into something. She's like, what do you want me to do with this? <laughs> you know, in her Joelle way. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to do with this? I'm like, put your magic touch into it. Like here, here's a video. But I did something on stories. I mean, if you're not on our Instagram stories, you might want to check it out. It's a lot of fun. Um, so um, on Instagram stories, um, you might want to do that. Check that out. You'll see all these dogs. They're doing sit stays on chairs. And this is really funny because people are like, they don't look like they're having fun. It's like, sorry, they're not here to have fun. Our daycare dogs don't come to have fun. They come to learn. They come for more learning. Yeah, they get socialized. They get walked but they also learn. They get mentally exhausted. They don't just run around out of control, all aroused and adrenalized, destroying a lot of what, they've, what they're trained for and also picking up a lot of bad habits. Next. 
Britt says, thank you for what you do. Love you guys. My life has changed for the best. Wow. I did miss my GS yesterday when I went to my family's, LOL. Aw, well, sorry about that. But good. Proud of you. Next. Kibu says, hi, Jeff and Cass. Wendy J here. Hey, Wendy. I love your videos. I And I asked you and said, please come to Vancouver, BC. You said, find me a place and you will be there. What kind of venue would we need? So I need something around 1,500 square feet that has... Um, ideally has parking. It does not have to be right in Vancouver. Um, people drive like eight, nine, ten hours to my seminar, so it could be within the within the area. Um, uh, um, hotels close by, but because people drive, they stay in hotels, they stay in Airbnbs. So that's what we need. And ideally, someone's private. It has to be private property. Venues usually don't work. Vancouver is a very combative city that there's a lot of haters there that will try to shut down the seminar. So you need to, if it's a dog training center, you need to have, they need to have balls of steel. In other words, we had some, we actually did our, we actually did our last seminar in Vancouver next to a dog training center whose trainers attended, but wouldn't host because of the hate. Which is fine with me. I get it. But it's about time people started standing up to the haters. They really need to. People need to start shutting down the haters because it's getting out of control. People are actually, people are starting, they were actually on my son's who's seven, his Instagram page hating on him. So for all you people out there that are hating on me, you're contributing towards also the hate of my child. And how would you like it if somebody ever hated I bullied your child it's disgusting you're a pathetic loser all of you haters are pathetic losers every one of you and you're all doing it under the guise of you're caring about the animals you don't give a shit about the animals you love to hate and if it wasn't the animals it's, it's something else it's because you're in a lot of groups you you bash a lot of other people in a lot of other groups so it's not animals that you care about it's hate that you love time to grow up. You're not 13 living in your mother's basement. You're a grown-ass fucking man or woman with children. Grow up. Next. Becky says, I started with reward only. Horrible results now trying to fix issues on seven-month-old Airedale Terrier. So, I mean, we, we're, we're, there's guys, we do a ton. Well, this is the thing. You might have learned it wrong. Like, there's a lot of reward-only trainers that are doing it wrong. Like, the timing of a reward is important. The timing of a marker is even more important. But you might have just had, or you might not have done, you might not have done enough work. How many repetitions did you do? Did you do hundreds? Literally hundreds. So, you know, that's how you teach an obedience command is, is through a reward-based program. So all your trick training is done by rewards. Now you can, to proof it, you can eventually add a, a punisher, but it's all reward stuff. So, um, so you can still use that skill set, but then now layer in your, 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 the, the application of a punisher to stop unwanted behaviors and or to also be proofing your obedience. Next. Travis uh, with another $5. Another $5 top, top chat from Travis. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, question two, same pug puppy still can't be in crate longer than an hour and a half. He starts crying when he realize he's realizes he's alone. How can I fix this? Well, that's a problem. So what I would do is get a remote collar and learn to use that remote collar and how to shut your dog up. Also, you can say no and say mark that with no, throw a bonker at it. <clears throat> the no is important when the bonker gets deployed is not as important. 
remote collar. You can also do the remote collar with no, no. Just do it from the other room. So pretty much this. This concept, a lot of people will say, oh, um, make the crate a lovely place. Make the crate fun. It doesn't work that way. Okay? So the pug should have literally a beautiful down bed that says the most wonderful pug in the world with a matching um, jacket with filtered water with with fresh air oxygen um, um, pumped in and its favorite jazz station or if it likes 80s rock or for all we know it might be a kiss lover you know a little poster of gene simmons on the wall you know ace freely so what you can do is like it doesn't work that way you make it suck to not be quiet in the crate that's how you get a dog to like a crate next Zora says, hi, Jeff and Cass. Hey. Finally bought an e-collar. Nice. I had a hard time to find a video on how to use it for corrections. Um, not Well, not a lot of people do it. We talk about it all the time. We'll be make, we're making, so Joelle and I are here. We travel, oh, geez, like 150 days out of the year. We do, she does all the seminars with me. So we're here January and most of February. We're going to be making a ton, a ton of how-to videos. A, like, a lot. Right now, we're putting about anywhere from six to 12 pieces of content out a day. Wait until you see what happens come January. There's gonna be a lot, that plus even more. I just put up a new how to do a double down video on my Patreon channel tonight. So if you wanna to go to patreon.com, Melissa, if you can get the link up there, patreon.com slash solid canine training. You can see I do this at the, I think I was in the, the Oahu seminar, I think I did. I forgot what seminar this was at, next. Michelle says, I realized today that I actually found you nine years ago. One of those older videos sold me on the prong collar, and I've been faithfully, I've been faithful to the prong ever since, so we go way back. Awesome. Wow. That's really cool. Nine years ago. Right now, I get 11-year-old um, reminders on Facebook. Yeah? Yeah. I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. I was on Facebook before. Probably a lot of people were on Facebook. They even, yeah. Next. Travis says, thanks, guys. Do you see that super chat from Sammy Shipman? Nope. I will now. Uh, Sammy says, what is it about a prong that makes it more comfortable than, say, a choke chain? Oh, big difference. Choke chain chokes. You can you can hang a dog with a choke chain. You can kill a dog. I can take away. I can, I can, with a choke chain, I can probably get a dog within 15 seconds to pass out. Kill it in 30. Um, with a prong collar, ain't going to happen. Prong collar is much different. It works like a martingale. Actually, it's even better than a martingale. Martingale is actually called a limited choke. If you look at the patent, it eliminated. It does take away the oxygen, <laughs> but on a limited basis, it can only close so far. Prong collar is a different feeling on the dog. It's it is like night and day. It's two different to two totally different tools. It's the difference between a flat buckle collar and a remote collar. That's how different it is. Next, and and try it. Try them. Try one of each, and you'll see. Next. Kayla says, what are the benefits of doing long sit stays? Um, what's the benefit of standing in attention in the rain? What's the benefit of standing in attention in the rain for all my military folks? What's the benefit of that? Discipline. Discipline. That's it right there. Impulse control. Doing things you might not enjoy to do, but you've been told to do. It will bring out, it'll make you a better better person as a soldier and as a human being. It'll make you a better and more obedient dog as a dog. It is incredible, the impulse control. 
if you watch today's Instagram stories, all those dogs that I was walking up to and sticking a camera in their, in their face would all be more than happy to bite me, most of them. All willing to bite me. But nope. Why? I got to stay in the sit-stay. Biting off the table. It is such a great, it is a, the sit-stay has been a game changer in our training program at Salad Canine Training. Well, you know, I used to, it's funny because a lot of people will make fun of it. Mm, Probably seven years ago, maybe eight years ago, when I was more involved on forums, but I've gotten off of those, I've gotten off of forums. Um, What happened is we used to do, do, talk about the place command. I was ripped apart. Ripped apart. Now, guess what? Everybody does place. Sit stays, I'm mocked and mocked and mocked and mocked and mocked. But guess what? It's already starting. People are sending me in their sit stay videos. They're tagging us. It's going to be the norm pretty soon. It's going to be the norm. Everybody's afraid, though. They're all afraid because they don't get it until they try it and then they get it. Next. Kyle says, hi, guys. My 11-month-old GSD keeps barking aggressively at the postman when he comes to comes to my front door. I'll make sure he never gets near him as I think he may bite, but how can I get him to stop? Kyle, you know how. But for the benefit of the audience, I'll tell them. Remote collar, make it suck. Simple concept. No, boom. Bonker, no, bonk. But don't you want your dog to bark at someone? In 2019, you will not get... I don't know about you, we have five different Amazon delivery people that come to our, because you know, Amazon, Amazon delivery, Amazon delivery is a franchise now. I don't know if it's a franchise or franchise model, but they're, what they do is drivers have territories. So about 15 miles away is a large Amazon um, warehouse. Well, in Fall River is the big shipping center, but what happens is there's another, there's a sub warehouse. So you can buy start out you want to talk about the american dream you can buy a route so what you do is you drive up in your truck your amazon prime truck and you get your stuff loaded now we have stuff that will come sometimes at nine o'clock in the morning noon three o'clock five o'clock up to 9 p.m all from different drivers all from different companies so in 2019 this barking dog that we all want to protect our house What's going to really happen is you won't get any fucking shit anymore. Because I don't know about you, but I've opened up some of the boxes that the staff delivers. Excuse me, the staff orders, Zoe orders. There's like Windex in it, duct tape in it. Why? It's actually cheaper and quicker to order it than to send a staff member to the store and pay for this payroll and their fuel. And that their lack of training a dog out and pointing to the training room out there. So it's quicker to order it online. So that's what's going to happen next. Uh, Scattered Storm says, Jeff, my mom is telling me she wants me to go to college regardless of whether I choose trade school or not, even if it's just a school for art. Mm-hmm. I've told I told them that I found a niche in the livestock market and that I can still be successful in and still they want me to go to college. I'm getting the impression that my mom wants me to leave next fall. Okay. She so she doesn't want the dog to hold me back. So I think so, Gretch. Parents historically want to make sure their children are successful in life. That's what they really want. They want to make sure that you will be able to take care of yourself. 
college is supposed to be that. So many people will spend, after a four-year degree, they'll have $200,000 in debt for a $47,000 a year job. You will never pay off your loan. Where your average dog trainer can easily make six figures. Easily. $2,000 a week, $300 a day. That's not that hard to do as an established dog trainer. And it doesn't take long to become established. Easily. So college, you can make more money living your passion. You can make more money with your drawing, Gretch, than you can that anything they'll teach you in college historically. Now, I'm a huge advocate for the trades. There's a shortage of plumbers, electrician, construction, tile workers, roofers, HVAC. Huge demand, huge demand. And you earn while you learn. And you have no debt. That's great. But the typical college business mile Model, unless you want to get drunk and get laid a lot, go to college. But you can get laid without going to college. I mean, especially as a female. So, I mean, but I mean, I think that it's like, to me, your average liberal, I mean, we're right, by, I'm right down the street from Brown University. You've got kids that are going to Brown University that are, that are, that are over, like, over a quarter million dollars in debt. They have no job. I mean, thank God for baristas because I utilize them, but it's like, why, why, why do you have a degree for that? Why don't you just go right into it and forget the debt? So, next. Shadow says, good evening. I hope you're both feeling well. Service Dog is doing very well with his e-collar training. Awesome. We're starting to get further and further away from each other with commands. Awesome. Proud of you. Next. We're building up. Oh, our trust in the sorry. event of an emergency and having him be without me. Yeah, it's really important that your service dog also learn, learn, that you teach your service dog to let other people approach you. So what, what is, especially in a vehicle, in a vehicle. So just to let everybody know, and my first responders can um, agree or disagree on this. All depends on your department policy. But a lot of also fire trucks carry 22s to neutralize threats. I don't know if people knew that. Um, but you think of the police with guns, there are usually a weapon on a fire truck. Why? When they respond to a car crash and they have got to administer, they've got to do life-saving, life, the life-saving something to somebody, and there's a dog protecting the body. What do you do? Guess what? You got to shoot the dog. I mean, ideally, you'd take the, you'd take the, you'd grab the dog, put it in a car, safe. But what happens if you can't? What happens if it's standing over its owner in a bark and hold? What do you do? I did some training with our local SWAT team where we actually came up with different scenarios on what to do without shooting the dog. Mm -hmm. So what we did was the scenario that we came up with, and this the big scenario was what happens if a canine officer gets into an altercation and their canine protects them and won't let a first responder administer first aid to them. And these dogs are trained to bite. Mm -hmm. So the scenario that we came up with was you take one of their fire coats, their fire jackets, you wrap it around their arm multiple times and you feed your arm to the dog 
and you walk over to the officer's car mm -hmm. and you put the dog back into the car or to another a police officer's car. Yeah. Like a bite sleeve. Yeah, yeah. Instead of, or, or, or you got to shoot the dog. Yeah. But you have to. Wow. You have to. You're trying to save a human's life. You're trying to, that's just the way it, so that's called reality. It's called reality. So as somebody that, 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 that you want to make sure people can approach you. Next. Michelle says, my Shih Tzu struggles going downstairs. When forced to, she will try not to walk down one step at a time. She launches off the top. Looks like a dock diving <laughs> minus the water. How do I yeah. her down? <laughs> so definitely want to have a crash pad at the bottom. Get a mattress. Get, get, get a mattress. A little pool. Yeah. So what I want you to do is keep the dog into a tight heel and go, let's go. Step by step by step. There's not enough leash for the dog to launch. Next. Victor says, I have a leash reactive dog. I used Bonker and it worked so well. I was wondering how I can make my two dogs okay with people coming over without going crazy. Thank you. So do the same thing. So stop, cut the shit and now go in your crate or go lie down. Remember, don't use an obedience command to get the dogs to stop to stop the nonsense. Use an to use a punisher. Cut the shit. Oh, good. Now we're all set. Now go to place. Now do it down. Now go to your crates. All right. And it's not bad dog. Go to your crate. It's like go to your crate. That's it. I got th my three dogs are in crates right now. And then there's two dogs that are lying on the ground right next to us. I've got food. There's five dogs in this room right now not moving. They won't move for 90 minutes. Next. Lainey says, just bought an e-collar for five-year-old GSD because she's reacting aggressively towards eight-month-old GSD. Mm -hmm. uh, taking on the challenge with both on e-collar. Yay me. Yes. But what I don't want you to do is just to blast your dog because make sure there's leashes on your dog. Let's work with your dogs around each other. And because there is a skill set on that, um, so that's important. Next. Travis says, you guys are great. Thanks. Oh, thank you, Travis. Thank you. You're great, too. Like your songs. Next. Bob says, ah, Kiss Concerts. Brings, me ba brings back memories, Jeff. Sure does. I know. Remember those days back with Kiss? Sticks? Believe it or not, I went to a Lionel Richie show. Hmm? Lionel Richie? Yeah. You know who Lionel Richie is? Yeah. Yeah. So he used to perform. He's a singer. Mm -hmm, yeah. Yeah. So he was at the Blossom Music Center in um, Ohio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Went that. You'd lay out a blanket. It's like an outdoor. There's oh, an outdoor. Cool. Th yeah. The, this, there's a stage and then there's a slope of grass and you set up a blanket. Yep. Next. Cool. Daniel says, when you say hundreds of repetitions, do they all have to be in that one day or can they be in a mm -hmm. week, for example? Mm -hmm. A week, two weeks. Yeah, 220 at a time, but it, it adds up quick. 20 in the morning, 20 at night, that's 40. Seven days a week, that's 280. Two weeks, that's 560. Three weeks, that's, do your math real quick, 740. Next, 840, sorry, next. Adriana says, hi, Jeff and Cass. Hello. Giraffe says, how do you deal with fearful dogs? I have a dog who backs up or freezes when seeing children, sometimes gives a soft growl at people approaching her. After initial greeting, she's fine. Right. And she approaches others, but initial reaction tends to be fear. Right now, what I want you to, well, fearful dogs, there's hundreds of things we do. What I want you to do right now, though, is this, exist. Keep people away, okay? Keep people away. So people are like, oh, so I can't have my dog around people? No, 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 no. Have your dog around lots of people. But keep your dog next to you. Nope, can't pet my dog. Dog, nope, stay right next to me. The safest place for you right now is next to me. I'm not going to allow any pressure sources. People approaching are pressure sources. So do that next. That's one thing. Confidence building skills, obedience, holding the dog accountable. I mean, there's so much you can do for fearful dogs. Next. 
Debbie says, saw a video on having dog calm. Really made me understand this needed to have success with reactivity. I wasn't working on that because he's calm in the house. Thanks for the light bulb moment. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people, what they do is they also don't work their dogs enough in the house because there's four walls the dog can't escape. And then they go outside and they expect their dogs to be perfect. It's like, your dog's a major fuck up in the house and you want it to be perfect outside? It doesn't work that way. Next. Uh, Melissa put up the Patreon link. Next. Becky says, thank you, started using a bonker a few months ago and we're making progress. I definitely will reassess the reward methods I'm using. Your videos have been really helpful. Yeah, we don't have a lot of reward-based videos. Why is that? Because a lot of people do, that's why. But at the training center, that's what we mostly do. People ask us all the time, why don't you make more reward videos? And it's like, everybody has those. Nobody has how to correct your dog videos. So we're, try and all, we're trying to keep dogs out of shelters. We're trying to keep dogs in homes. Most people, it's not rocket science to teach your dog how to do a down, how to stop reactivity. That's not rocket science either, but nobody's sharing that information. In fact, they're sharing information that makes it worse, or they're trying to lie to you saying that the information that we share is the wrong information when it's actually the right information. Like, why would we share the wrong, why would we share the wrong information with you? Like, this is what we do for a living. Next. Sammy says, $4.99, top chat. Oh, you have to Friend. make sure. Give him, give him proper props. Sammy, $4.99. Thank you, Sammy. $4.99, top chat. Man worked hard for his money. Or female. Could be a female. Next. Friend asks because she wonders if prongs in collar are more uncomfortable than chain collar. No, it's not about discomforts. But it's not about discomforts. But try both. Have them. This is the thing. Try it. I get questions all the time and I'm like, try, try and see. It's not about discomfort. I mean, kick the fucking dog. Please don't kick your dog. But I'm just saying though, like, it's not about applying discomfort always. Now there are times when you want to apply discomfort, getting up on the counter, getting up on the countertop. Damn right. You want to apply discomfort. Next. Uh, Michael says, what's up, guys? Happy holidays. My dog keeps peeing inside my house. How can I stop him? Number I take him out five times a day. Sorry. I'm thinking of fixing him. I'm doing the bonking concept. Okay. Okay, stop. Stop both. Fixing him won't stop it, and bonking won't stop it. Putting him on a better schedule, no free roaming. I want there to be days of the week across the top, time of day up and down on the different axes. I want you to log when he goes out. And I want you to write down what the dog does and make sure they fully empty their bladder, not just like a quick pee, right? You know what I mean? It's like, you're still shaking, stuff's coming out, you ain't done, okay? And then what I want you to do is no free roaming. Where's your dog when it's having the accidents? Next. Kyle says, what kind of duration do you do with sit stays? I'm interested in doing them, but not sure how long is too long. Um, we do three hour, three hours. We do three minutes up to four hours. Four hours, that's abusive. No, that's fucking discipline. Discipline. There are dogs that can easily do four hours. No problem at all. They're like this. Yep, next. Kyle says, thanks, Jeff. I don't mind him barking as sort of an alert bark, but he acts as though he wants to rip them to shreds. Right. I don't have an e-collar, but use a prong and a bonker. I've tried the bonker, but maybe I could have had him on the long line on a prong and correct that way. So what I want you to do is this. Kyle, one bark. Eh, okay, two barks. No. Casually walk up, bonk. Hard. Next. It's a cotton towel, guys. You won't hurt your dog. Next. 
Keto says, hi Jeff, love the videos. We started watching all your content a week ago and have turned our 12-year-old nervous chihuahua into a more calm dog. He had severe anxiety and whining issues. In one week, 12 years of repetitive bad behavior. Who's that? That is Keto. Keto. Number one, I won't say it. I was gonna, I won't. Dave, if, Dave, Dave, if Dave's here, Dave can say it. Um, thank you so much for your kind words. I really, really appreciate it. I love that you're working so hard. I'm glad you found us. Welcome to the family. Next. Because you might not know how snarky we get on the show. Next. Bad Shodi says, my two-year-old English Mastiff growls at my mom but likes most people in the family. How can I resolve this? Thank you. Mm, I can look for a new mom. I don't know. How is her? How, does, does she, is she a nice person? Does she cook? Does she, like, she, I don't know. Is she a good mom? She like is she a pain in the ass still when you're like you're a kid, so tell your dog no. Correct your dog next. Bob says fire trucks should think about replacing the 22 cal for a catch pole. Just a thought. Yeah, I know, but sometimes it's sometimes it's hard to get a dog on a catch pole. Sometimes it's hard, but I agree. Trust me, I'm all I'm all for you. I'm all for you. This is the thing. They got to neutralize the threat sometimes, but getting a catch pole is. And a catch pole can be the easiest thing, but you get a dog that sees that catch pole coming. Oh, it's a battle. It's a battle royale. Notice most catch poles are fucking shredded at the top. Okay. Do you ever have to use, you use catch poles, right? I've, I've used In Thailand, them. did you ever have to use them? I've used them at like boarding facilities. Boarding facilities, yeah. Some dogs know how to bump their way out of them. Yeah. They know how to hit it with their chest to pop it open more and slip out. Yeah, well, some dogs also know how to keep it Just from getting on. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then the and then the tether part doesn't stay round anymore and then it's and it's and it's hard. But mm -hmm. yeah. I remember when there was a bunch of but this is like it's probably so minimal that, I mean, there's a lot of different ways they can do. They can also just take their fire fucking hose and just spray the damn dog away. Seriously, those those hoses will knock over a building. Yeah. Next. Uh, Wander in Blanket says, Jeff, I appreciate everything you stand for. You're an inspiration to me, and I hope one day I get to meet you in person. Oh, thanks. I'm just on a tight budget, but hopefully next year comes seminar time. Don't stop. I'm not stopping. Nothing's going to stop me, even the people that are trying to stop me. For all the folks that wake up every morning that, like, compile all this fucking hate and stop, I laugh at you. Next. Britt says, I got my German Shepherd to shake on a walk today. Awesome. Cool. It's always fun to do. Do shake right, shake left, high five, sit pretty. Oh, here we go. Ready? Cool dog tricks. Cooldogtricks.com. Type in girl as the coupon code. You'll save 25% off. Go to Cool Dog Tricks. Six videos for $19.99, but I'm in, we're going infomercial here. Click the one penny that gives you six more. <laughs> For, this is the only salesy thing we do for six more. So you get all 12 for 20 bucks. And then you put the coupon code in, you get it for $15. So do that. Everything else we do is for free. Unless you want to hire us or Skype with us next. Shadow says, thank you for warning people about that. It's something that a lot of trainers and their service dogs don't consider. Luckily, he's very good when it comes to people. He awesome. loves everyone. Awesome. You can, and you can role play that scenario where you like, you fall down on the ground, you pass out, and somebody comes up puts a slip lead over the dog's head or clips a leash on and walks the dog away. But until you've practiced it, you never know. You never know. Next. Scattered Storm says, my parents focus a lot on my character, though. My mom said she can't put her finger on it, but she's noticed some sort of maturity and personal growth in people who have been through college. 
She wants me to get that growth. They've also talked about how there's a ton of scholarships that people don't take advantage of Agreed. that cut back. Agreed 1,000%. But you know what? You can get so much personal. So so I'll tell you what. I went to college and I, I got, I well, I did get a degree, but I didn't know I got a degree. I found out 20 years later when they're updating their files. But I ended up leaving underneath a mutual agreement that they wouldn't press charges if I left. So I don't think I can say that I quit college. <laughs> so I sort of left college, <laughs> a free man. Um, but I think this is the thing. I didn't build my character in college, okay? I built, I built my drug habit in college. That's what I built in college was a drug habit, a big one. So I think that that doesn't mean everybody does, but I think you can, through personal growth books, personal growth tapes, through seminars, through the internet, um, through um, surrounding yourself with the right people, you can get, you can become very mature by having good mentors and your mentors could be dead. Your mentors could be people you've never met before. So I've got mentors in my life I've never met. Some of them are dead. Jim Rohn is dead. So think about that. I mean, you can live your life like, you can like be like literally think Abraham Lincoln was a really great person and read everything about him and and learn from his knowledge and his speeches and his way of life. There's, I mean, I'm just using him as an example and because he's a public figure and he's dead. So I think with technology out there right now, you're, you're, you, can, you can learn a lot of your personal growth, unfortunately, is not from college at all. If anything, college will mislead you. Often colleges take you down the wrong path. Next. Uh, Yameli says, hello, Jeff and Cass. When can a puppy start using an e-collar and a prong? Also, is the 2.25 prong from your website uh, good for a chihuahua? Um, I would go with the one point. Well, it depends. I've seen some fat-ass chihuahuas out there. So 2.25 is usually going to be for like, eh, good 12 pounds and up. They make a 1.75. So at 14 weeks old, you can do that. So um, and a remote collar, the same thing, about 14 weeks. And then you're going to use that for no corrections. You're just layering it over the existing food training you're doing next. Bob says, Jeff, if you went to see Lionel Richie, please tell me your date made you go. LOL. Please. Tell me your date made you Fuck no. <laughs> Hell no. And I cried. <laughs> I went to Lionel Richie and I cried. And I went with two of my friends. I definitely had a date. I'm trying to think who it was though. Probably some girl from some this Catholic school girl, this Catholic school we used to date girls from. Next. Code word for sleep with. Next. Diane says work both dogs separately with a prong. Beagle mix learned heal second time without distractions. Fearful border collie lays down and refuses to move. Bonker works for window crashing and barking. Awesome, cool. So the one that's laying down, just what you do is you do my north, south, east, west. You say you pretend you're heading north even though it's not due north. So north, up, dog doesn't move. South, dog doesn't move. East, dog doesn't move. West, holy shit, the dog got up and moved. Swing around, go back to north. Next. 
Um, Dark Warrior says, is there a link to the video to train Calm on Command? Calm on Command is everything we teach. Next. Um, there's a link for the seminars. Awesome. Someone says, just hanging in the background, wanted to say hi and happy holidays. Thanks. Tim, I couldn't spell. I couldn't That's okay. It's fine. It's just, <laughs> Cass, you're doing great, hon. You're doing fantastic. This is only your, se- is your third show or your second? Third. This is your third show. Yeah. You're just as nervous. Are you nervous? <laughs> sweating a little bit are you yeah. are you just as ner- i don't know if it's the lights or like probably me next to me i'm making you nervous yeah i know i've been putting you through that i haven't put you through the hot seat this week though it's i was t- crying in here yesterday that's true that's true <laughs> two days ago two days ago yeah two days no tomorrow wh- wednesday we gotta regroup and talk again because i leave thursday morning so we'll right. talk again on wednesday next Tim says, hi, Jeff. I've recently found you online. I use a prong caller now. Walking my Australian Shepherd is enjoyable. Awesome. Blossom Music Center is 10 miles from me here in Portage Lakes, Ohio. Thanks. Wow, yeah. So Blossom Music Center, I met the granddaughter, Robin, in Newport, Rhode Island. She probably is sitting on the board of directors right now. That's her family's um, trust. If that's still what it is, unless it's been bought by some big, you know, concert venue. Next. Jenny says, stopping by to say hi, and I used your methods, and my dogs are so much better behaved, and they know recall now. Awesome. And I want to keep in mind that these, a lot of these methods, are, they're not my methods. They're common, they're common methods. Every once in a while, someone will say, these aren't common. Yeah, they are common. You reward what you like, and you punish what you don't like. That's dog training. Next. Lainey says, you said not to blast the dogs with the e-callers. Do I correct them hundreds of times on low levels? No, no, no. I won't tell you how to rehab aggressive dogs on my podcast. I just, I just, it's unethical for me to do. There's too many variables. There's, there's skill set. There's the dogs. There's timing. There's a lot of prep work. I need to see it. That's a Skypeable thing. It's not because I want you to book a Skype and give me money, it's because we're talking about your safety and the dog's safety. There is high-level corrections involved, but there's also timing. Next. Age Runda says, any tips on getting a dog to poop during walks? Can't seem to get my two-year-old Karen to adopt a schedule, even though his twice-daily feeding is like clockwork and the walk road is consistent. Yes, what I want you to do, get yourself a Q-tip, go to the potty spot, stick the Q-tip up the dog's butt, and I'm not joking. Stick it up the butt, or you can use a matchstick. All right, that'll get the sphincter muscles going. Next thing you know, dog's pooping. Next. Lay says, hey guys, Tank and I just finished a 13 hour car ride and he did great. No whining or pacing. Holy shit. Hashtag strapnel effect, hashtag no medicine. Wow, look at that. 13 hours, where the fuck did you go? You running from the law? Does your parole officer know? You must have gone out of state unless you're in Texas. Next. Lynn says, thanks for all your help and free content. Nice. You're welcome. Shadow says, Michael, I just wanted to say that my service dog is unfixed. He does not pee in the house when out working in a public space, even when other dogs have peed on something. As Jeff said, schedule is immensely important, as is removing water sources during time off. My dog does not leave his bed the majority of the time and usually only drinks water. Eating or playing heavy, a lot of teaching them in proper proper impulse control. Yes. Awesome. Good job. Who's that? Uh, Shadow. Oh, Shadow. Thanks for all that. Thanks for doing my job. (laughs) Hey, if you like the show, give me a thumbs up. If you don't like the show, if you don't like me, give me a thumbs down. I don't take it personally. Um, And then also make sure you like Solid Canine Training and turn on your alerts. Next. 
Kyle says, thanks, Jeff. I'll try that tomorrow. I had a lot on the last few weeks. I've missed your shows. Been too tired to stay up until 1 a.m. in the U.K. Damn time difference. I know. I've been catching up watching. I know, I know, I know, I know. Joelle and I have thought about doing an afternoon show. Maybe we'll add one next. Becky says, as the wife of a firefighter and EMT myself, we do what we can not to harm the animals, but humans are always the top priority, as yep. you said. Yep, they always are. And I get it, guys. I get it. But, you know, it's, 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 it's really the big thing also is with our officers that are responding to most, most police officers are doing domestic violence response. And it's very common for somebody to leave a dog outside or even throw a dog outside that gives them a little bit more time. And sorry, you, you got to neutralize the threat. The human, human life is above everything. Human life is above everything. And I don't, and I'm blown away by people that don't think like that. It's like, no, my dog. It's like, Human life is above everything. If your dog was, if your if your boat tipped over and your dog was drowning and your kid was drowning, I would hope, I would hope, you would try to try to save your child. As hard as it is, human life is over everything. Next, Bob says Jeff was your van in the hidden basement, also part of the order to leave college. Um, you know what. Yes, it was. Next. King says, hi, Jeff and Cass, fellow Clevelander here. Should I correct for chasing squirrels on my property? Um, that's a rough one, but yes. You can, you know, I. it's funny because, it's funny because, well, I shouldn't say that because Mac is my outside dog. He, he chases away all the critters, but I was just trying to think about my in, dogs go inside. So girl, Tex, and Kira... They're not allowed to chase my inside cat, but if there's a stray cat, can they chase it? It's a good fucking question. I don't want them chasing any animals. Because they're going to end up getting hit by cars. Next. Michelle says, personal growth can happen anywhere. All I have to show for going to college is a huge amount of debt and anxiety. I can't even afford an audit ticket to a seminar because all my money goes to debt. Yep. And you can't, and you can't, if you declare a bankruptcy, it stays there. It doesn't go away. You cannot wipe it off. It is a scam. It is a scam. And universities keep raising their prices. Do you know why? Because the, because the banks keep lending more money. If there's actually, it's, it's like, why haven't they investigated that yet? Why haven't they investigated that yet? If banks tighten the reins on student loans, college price would go down. But they're working in cahoots with each other. Isn't that called price fixing? Isn't that against the law in every other industry? But college? No. It's a really interesting, it's a really interesting thing. I wonder if anybody ever thinks about it like that. Or is it just me? Next. Scattered Storm says, agreed, I don't think they're going to listen to me. I don't get the, the impression I can say no. My grandparents are adding on pressure too. I don't think any of them are anticipating what changes the internet is bringing. So I'm not going to tell you, I mean, you're 17 now, you're coming on 18. At 18 years old, you can do whatever you want to do. Unfortunately, it might not be something your parents approve of. And I'm not saying this because it's you, Gretchen. This is the advice I would give anybody. Pretty much... Fuck what your parents want for you and do what you want for yourself. 
And if it's the wrong choice, it's on you. Take a, at least take a year off. At a minimum, take a year off. So, so Cass, you're young. How old are you now? 24. So 24. Did you go to college? Okay. So, if Cass, if you were my kid and you were 18 mm-hmm. and you were like, hey, Dad, I'm going to college. Can I, can I get some help paying for it? I would say no. If you said, hey, Dad, I want to backpack around Europe. Will you pay, pay for it? Yes. Yep. So I, what do they call that? What do they call that the, if you take a year off between high school and college? What do they call that? Do you guys have something called that in, in Canada? I guess it's called being like a lazy fuck, right? So, <laughs> so no, it's like, but I would, I, would, I would help finance my child's one year off after high school to travel the world, to see the world, and I would, and I would not help them pay for school. And I haven't yet. I won't. You want to travel the world? Go ahead. I'll help pay for it. I will absolutely help pay for it. A considerable amount. I'll get you over there. I'll get you back. And I'll make sure you got a monthly stipend. That's what I'll do. That's what I'll do. And see the world. And see what you want to do. You might not. Just see what you want. See what you want to do. Get yourself a passport and go. Because you never know what this world is out there. Hell, get around the United States. Get yourself a van and just drive around the United States. Or from the Canadian people, drive around Canada. All right, next. Uh, I ski big sky. I can, I figured out what it is. Which is my town. A gap year. Someone said a gap year. Gap year. Thanks for telling me. Thank you. Uh, My daughter has a 17-week-old crate-trained dog. Does well at night, but when she leaves him during the day, he barks and whines. That's separation anxiety, yep. Does she not let him out of the crate until he lies down and stops barking? Yeah, I'd get a bark collar for the dog. Just get a bark collar. Get a Garmin or e-collar technology bark collar. Next. Danny says, dog gets aggressive when meeting people. Initially pleasant and calm, but growls promptly with eye contact or when their face gets too close to his. Should he be barred from new people interactions? No, you should bar people from putting their face by your dog. You learn, you teach it. Teach. This is what I want you to do. Teach your dog to be next to you, mind its business, and then tell people, "Hey, ignore my dog. Just ignore it. Eye contact. You're gonna have to get your dog over. We've got a way of doing that with clickers and food. Okay, clicker food, and then proper application of a Punisher because we we do that all the time. It's it's a typical counter conditioning protocol we do. But what I want you to do is. But their face? No, that's too much pressure. Back off. Next. Uh, King says, Jeff, I was in the military, so I went to college for free with the GI Bill. With the GI Bill, yeah. Do you guys have that up in Canada? I don't know what that is. Yeah, GI Bill. What happens if you do, I think it's four years of service in the military, they'll pay for your college. I think we have that. Yeah. For specific programs. Yeah, yeah. Next. Uh, But I definitely didn't get too much out of it besides getting drunk and getting laid. Yeah. Good luck, Gretchen. Yep. And and you can get stuff out of it. There are people that get stuff out of it. Number one, contacts. And you know, this is what a lot of people do is they don't don't make the right contacts. They They stay in their little click, but it's like, no, expand it. Get to get to know everybody. Get to know everybody. Next. Scattered Storm says, yes, I told them that. And she said, if I'm going to be a vet, I'll want to be out of it as soon as possible. Maybe, maybe not. That's what they want. What does Gretchen want? What does Gretchen want? 
That's what they that's what they want for you. What do you want for you? What do you want for you? So we've got a we've got I got we have so many fans and one of our fans was like I I dropped out of a doctorate program to become a dog trainer. Yep. And that's, she probably has the highest chances of paying back those loans too. Next. Uh, P says when dogs are on tie backs, is it connected to a prong or a flat collar? Um, we don't use flat collars to train, so prong. But we're not, they're not tie. There's a big difference between a tie back and a tie out. Always remember that. So tie back is sort of like, it's not holding the dog back. It's there just in case. Where a tie-out usually is creating a lot of pressure on the dog's neck. Next. Lay says, we have worked on sit-stay, down-stay, kennel work, threshold, chair-sit, muzzle, heel, go-say-hi, and recall. What else should we work on? Um, place? Does it say place? Nope. Play, do the place command, and then also teach the dog out, meaning get out of here. Next. Scattered Storm says, I actually graduate as soon as I finish my last two math classes. I got everything done early. I've been lazy with those last two classes and started to focus a lot on my personal growth and self-discipline. Well, good. Well, I think personal growth, they need to teach. You know, in this, this, this school, I live in Providence, and um, my all my kids were homeschooled. Two of them decided to go to a performing arts school this, this year. One of them went last year. One of them started this year. Angelo, I homeschool. And... Um, and this is the thing, it's like, we're focusing on the wrong things. Pretty much anything you can look up on this, we shouldn't be teaching. We shouldn't be teaching. Um, because you can learn it on this. So, I mean, I love watching documentaries. Right now I'm on a World War II kick. I'm learning, you know, reading a lot, reading, watching a lot about World, World War II. So, you know, just the different, like, histories and how things happened and strategy and 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 I like it from a I like it from also from a business model standpoint as well um so but the thing is that we're focusing on the wrong things we're not focusing on kindness niceness generosity volunteering um we're also we're also teaching um we're empowering these kids too much. The kids are running the universities instead of they're they're talking more than they're 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 you know you know you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. It's like easy for you to say you don't shut up, Jeff. It's like yeah, I'm doing the fucking show though, okay. <laughs> so I have to talk. Um, but what I'm saying is, it's like these kids need to spend more time learning than fucking yelling, screaming, and shouting about how things should change. You want things to cha- change? Start your own fucking university. Next. Uh, Shadow says, if he's growling with eye contact, what in the world possesses people to put their face near him? Why are you putting your face near a strange dog's face in the first place? Because people do that. People, Dogs are muzzled, and people will go, oh, why is he muzzled? Because he bites. Oh, so can I pet him? Yeah, next. William says, banks don't lend for student loans. Federal government took control of student loans since 2017. 2007, right. but because federal guarantees the loans, universities keep raising prices. Right, okay. Yep, so I, I got it wrong, but the message is the same. Thank you. Thank you. Next. Diane says, do you have an out video? Uh, yes, we do. We've got a couple of out videos. We have out as in out, drop a ball, and we've got out as in move away from something. Next. 
Yamelli yeah, says, hello guys, is the Educator ET300 good for a first-time e-caller user for training, or is it better to get the ET400? Um, get the 300. It's a smaller handset, and it's most people, I mean, 95% of the dogs here, 96%, 98%, whatever, are fine with it. Next. Keto says, my dog before doing any training always used to have her ears always shot up and stiff. Now they're always down and to the sides. Is this body language meaning she's more relaxed? Um, yeah, well... The books will say she's stressed and scared. I say she's being more calm and obedient, and she's not aroused. Next. Diane says, what are all the things you use it for? What? Regards to the out. The out? We use out, depends on the context. Back away from a food bowl, let go of a ball, let go of a tug, let go of a flirt pole, like let go of something you've got your mouth on, move away from a human being, move away from an area. Next. Kyle says, I mentioned in conversation with another dog owner whilst out on a walkabout bonking. She commented on how well behaved my GSD is. The face she'd done when I said I corrected bad behavior with a towel. Yeah, she probably was offended by Priceless. that. Yeah. So it's like, I hope everybody understands when you see a really well behaved dog, it most likely got corrected for something. Also, a lot of hours went into it by the owner. And um, they've been busting their fucking ass to get them. They didn't get lucky. Next. Kyle says, I told her, as you say, he's very well behaved, so bonking clearly works. We have a lot of snowflakes over here in the UK. You, Yes, you do. You've got a lot of snowflakes out there in the UK. Um, there's a lot of snowflakes here in the US as well. There's so many fucking snowflakes. Everybody needs to own a shovel, even in Scottsdale, Arizona, where it doesn't really snow, I don't think. Um, so, uh, the thing is, this is, is that people are, they're, they're, they're losing some, some core principles in the raising of their children, the raising of their dogs. They want everyone to like them. They're, um, uh, they're, they're too much. They're, everyone's worried about what other people think of them. Um, we're, we're, we're living sometimes also, you know, trust me, I love Instagram. I love social media. I've got no problem with Angelo being on his tablet either. We we don't really limit. He's a homeschool kid, and I don't I don't limit necessarily tablet time, as he calls it. Um, we I've got I've got right now. I teach him math. I'm teaching him math. He's doing um, he's doing some math where he's got to do like double and triple borrowing, which he's struggling with a little bit right now. So we're we're like four digits over four digits, and I'm making sure that he's got to do like at a minimum a double borrow. Um, and then he's doing his, he's learning how, he's re learning how to read and, um, he's writing and spelling. Um, and he's a lefty, which, um, has been challenging in some applications for him to, to write certain things. So me being a righty, you know, it's, <clears throat> it's actually different how, how, how you do things next. That's it for now. That's all we got. Yep. It's only 909. What do you want to chat about? I don't know. How's your day going? Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. What's the best thing you've learned about in this your shadow experience here? Your intern. Uh, I'm sorry. Your intern. Your intern experience, which is a three month internship. Best thing I've learned so far. Dogs are human. <laughs> you learn more about dogs or more about your fucking self. I learn self. way more about myself. Pretty powerful, dogs. isn't it? Yeah. 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 I don't think I don't think people get it. A lot of people make fun of the internship here, and it's like all you haters out there, you wouldn't last your a first personal growth session with me 
you wouldn't last your first personal growth session with me. You wouldn't. The fact that you're a hater actually means you actually need a personal growth session with me. Because that's your issue. That's why you're a hater. That's why you're a bully. It's from low self-esteem. That's where, that's where it's rooted from. And we all have egos, but your ego is being fed through the hating of others instead of other things. So we all have egos, and our egos all need to be fed. So all you haters out there, ironically, who, who like to make fun of like our shadow program and our internship program, and they mock it, you might think you're maybe a badass dog trainer, which is fine. Maybe you are. But on the personal growth side, you wouldn't make, you wouldn't, you, you, you just, you, you, you have no idea what you'd be in for. You'd have no idea. Because it would be broken down to a point where you would come to realize what you struggle with and you'd be so raw and vulnerable and you wouldn't, and, that, and especially if you were being honest, that it would scare the shit out of you. And the thing is, the cool thing is, is that you're not left there. Then I give you the tools to help you grow stronger. So, and that's the biggest issue I think in dog training right now is the lack of human skills. It's the lack of human skills. So, I think for a grown man or a grown woman to spew hate at another person online shows a huge lack of self-worth issues. A huge lack, lack was the wrong word. There's a lot of self-worth issues that are going on. A lot of insecurity, a lot of self-worth that needs to be addressed. So anyway, so you've learned a lot about yourself. Yeah. Pretty cool yeah. shit, huh? Yeah. To take you by surprise. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is having, like, obviously I work a lot here, but mm -hmm. compared to 12 hours a day, seven days a week, there's yeah. a lot of extra time to think and then That's dangerous. really dig into it. Yeah. And then I think, like, we always talk about... Are you doing your homework? Yeah. Are you? Yes. Cool. <laughs> yes. Is that hard? Um, <laughs> it's harder than training dogs. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and then, like, we always talk about how, like, Helping the client is going to be the number one thing to focus yep. on and all that stuff. But I realized, I think, like, within the last two days, like, having that taken away, like, instead of being, like, 12 hours a day, seven days a week, helping yeah. people, helping people, helping people, yeah. having that part taken away from my day and then just being exposed to all that stuff under yeah. and really digging into that, that was definitely what I needed. I know. Yeah. I know. Instead of just the like, I'm helping people, I'm helping yep. people, I'm doing awesome. Right. It's like, take that away. Nope. Look at the real shit under it. Yep. Build that, it up. That's why there. people that struggle with depression are always moving and doing, they're always being busy. Mm -hmm. Because if they're left alone to their own mind, they go crazy. It's scary. Yep. They go, yeah. Yeah. And it's important that you sit and you get introspective and you really, really work through your shit. And if you don't, if you can't do it yourself, you go to somebody that can help you out with that's mm -hmm. usually through talk therapy. Yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. what do we got? Bob says, Canada is the snowflake capital. It's hard to take their whining and being offended over every little thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> while they sell out our country. Jeff, I could go on a rant right now, he says. Who's that, Bob? Yeah. Bob, don't do it. What the heck, Bob? Don't, Bob. And don't dish your what do you guys got a prime minister over there? Yeah. 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 He wants to be everybody's friend, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh. Next. <sighs> Melissa, hi, Jeff. My partner and I discovered you and your amazing channel, and we're madly in love with you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Scattered Storm says, I honestly have no idea what I want to do anymore. Dog training is starting to sound appealing. I had a really good conversation with my older sister who's considering considering getting a service dog. So that's why you should do that gap year thing, which I just learned it's called. So do a gap year. <laughs> do a gap year. Next. Danian, I want to bonk my dog outside of the house, but worried about what people might say. Do you have any suggestions to help me get through some of those moments? Actually, you should be doing most of your bonking inside, right? And it doesn't always have to be in the bedroom for all my UK folks, right? Kitchen's good. <laughs> okay. Do it over the couch, right? Where's your favorite place to bonk? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to answer that, Cass. My mom might watch this. I don't know. Your mom uh, doesn't know that you you have sex? I don't know. Yes. Probably not. Hey, mom. I think she does. Hey, mom. <laughs> your daughter, she's 24. She's sexually active, okay? I don't know this firsthand, <laughs> but I'm just imagining Okay. Scattered Storm says, I brought my dog and was elated when she was respecting my wishes for her not to pet him, even though she doesn't really understand why, and listen to me explaining how e-collars work and prongs work. Awesome. Next. Shadow says, you'd think with the number of shadows we have on a dog behavior on the internet that more people would understand how to approach a dog. Dumb. Shows, sure. not shadows. Um, I mean, yes and no, but this is why people approach dogs. I want people to really think about this, okay? Think about this. And this is why people get so offended when you say no. This, this even proves the point even more. When people want to pet your dog for themselves, it's a very, very selfish act. They don't care about you. They don't care about a dog. They care about themselves. They don't care if they make you happy. They don't care if they make the dog happy. They only want to make themselves happy. That's why they want to do it. That's why when you tell them no, they take it so personal. Because you, you supposedly now, you took something away from them. So you took away their joy. And that's why it pisses them off so much. Next. Diane says, problems with coyotes and bobcats in the area. We have an eight-foot fence. Should we, we, should we be worried about these wild animals can get our 50-pound dogs? Yeah, I'd get yourself, make sure you got a gun and you're a good shot and you practice. So what I would do is I would practice from your back door to your fence line. Figure out what, what distance that is. So what I would do is I would set up a bunch of targets on the top of your fence all along, a bunch of targets. All right. Pal, put soda cans up there, right? Make sure your dogs are inside. Go out your back door and practice hitting them because that's where the animal is going to be probably walking. Okay. Next. Nicole, how do I stop barking at the door when someone walks in? I've tried bonking, stim on e-collar, and putting him in the bathroom after. Don't put them in the bathroom after. That's not, believe it or not, we talk about punishment a lot, but that's not, that's not a proper punisher in my book. 
at all. I don't believe in timeouts. I don't believe in like bad dog going in the bathroom, bad dog going in the crate. Just teach the dog to go lie down somewhere, right? Just do that. So bonking, you're probably doing wrong. Remote collars, you're probably doing wrong. If those two things are not stopping, you're probably doing it wrong. It's probably human error. Next. Melissa, I have an old Chihuahua who's mostly learning with your teachings, but one thing that he's still very, one thing is he's still very much whiny. When I try the bonk, slap and crate, poke him, he seems to scream more. Yeah, there's always that dog that does that. You might be underwhelming him though. You might be underwhelming him. Have you taken him out of the crate and bonked him while he's whining and then put him back in the crate? That's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Have you also done sit, stays in chairs? For you, you want a little tiny chair. You want you don't want them to or sit, stay on a tiny little platform so they can't like lie down next. Bob says, how much does the internship program cost? Internship is free. It's three months. It's unpaid. You get free room upstairs, which comes with Wi-Fi, really fast Wi-Fi. Can blows through porn like you wouldn't believe. All right. So, um, and Providence is a great city. Providence is a great city. Next. And it's on invitation only. Most people, um, we don't accept. We don't accept them. So, because we know why people don't last. We know why people don't last. We, we just turned actually someone, we have what, we have somebody coming in on right after you, the, the, the uh, so that would be, so January, February, March, we have April, 2020 opening and that person we turned down because we knew it wouldn't work out. We can, we just know, I know why it's, I know why the person, why a person won't work out. I know why a person won't work out. It's, it's, think about, it's, it's really hard to be away for three months. I mean, you can go home. I mean, it's not like you're locked to your tier. You get, you get, a, you know, a day off. I mean, you get most evenings off. So, I mean, theoretically, you can have another job. I mean, you could work probably in the restaurant business, mm. you know, c- coffee shop. Absolutely. I mean, you could work another job. Next. Kyle, that's exactly it. If my dogs had bad, if my dog's bad behavior wasn't corrected, God knows where I'd be. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. It's like all these folks that don't believe in correcting their dogs, it's like, okay, all right, good luck with that. Next. Michelle says, back off, Bob. Canadians are awesome. Tell them. Actually, everybody's awesome. I think Bob's a, Bob must be up in Canada, though. Yeah, I mean, he spoke like he was a Canadian. Why? What do you mean by that? And he made a comment. He's like, I didn't think he sounded like a Canadian hater. He just oh. sounded like he's from Canada. Next. Kyle, how the hell do you tell a dog that's that a certain behavior is not acceptable without correction? I get so frustrated when people talk down my methods of dog training. Yeah, I know. Don't, but who said that? Kyle? Kyle. Kyle. Kyle, man, don't take it personally. You, it's just, it's just like... Stop, in general, don't take things personally. Just don't, man. Don't. Just be like, that's cool. That's okay. If you don't like what I, it's, if you don't like, you know, you know, five years ago, all these people that were hating on me, guess what? They're not even in business anymore. All these people that are hating on me now, five years from now, they're not going to be in business anymore. It's like, it's, it's, it's a bad business model. All these folks, like, it's a bad business model. They, they assume by them hating on on me 
is going to help build their business, but it's not. It's not. You might build you might build your tribe. That's just going to be more angry, hateful people, which is going to make you feel like you're doing the right thing. But nice always wins. It just does every time. Now that doesn't mean like you're stupid about it, like. You know, I'm nice, but that doesn't mean I don't have boundaries. I mean, so right now, you know that wa- that uh, I put on um, Facebook Marketplace, I put that wash, that double stack washer in the back, mm-hmm. the washer and dryer. So it's for 50 bucks. It's 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's a $1,000 machine. It's $50. And people are like, will you deliver it? And I'm like, no. I'm waiting for someone to like, like, but, oh my God, but it's the holidays. It's like, what does that have to do with it? I'll throw it out in the trash. Like, I don't need the $50. I'm going to use that $50 for, and give, and, and use it on staff food. Like, that's what I'm going to do with that money. Like, staff is going to like, get lunch from that and that won't even cover it. You know what I mean? Like every time we go out, every time the staff gets lunch, it's like at least $125. So, but it's like, it's not the point. It's like, no, whoever comes to here, whoever gives me $50, it went up this morning at, I woke up at 2.36. So like, I don't know, it's one of the, I, one of the six things I did this morning. Um, but a ton of people want it, but it's like, okay, whoever comes here first with a 50 bucks cash can take it. I'm not holding it for anybody. Because the way it works on these things is everybody wants it, but nobody shows up. Mm-hmm. You know that pool table that we got rid of finally? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been up for a year. <laughs> really? Oh, I'll be there Saturday at 11. So, like, I'm, like, running around. It's like, I come here at Saturday at 11. Nobody shows up. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, no. This is what this, from this hour to this hour, if you come with money and you buy it, you take it. Mm-hmm. That's it. As is. It's a 50, it's 50 bucks. It's 50 bucks. Next. It's so weird. (laughs) (laughs) Kathleen says, hey, Jeff, if the dog gets nervous of people walking towards us at night or in a narrow hallway and she watches the person closely, should I be correcting her for staring? No. Leave her alone. Next. Shadow says, "Uh, Diane, if you've got a fence, no, not really. Coyotes are small and fearful. Bobcats aren't willing to pick a fight with a larger dog. Just don't tempt them with leaving food outside. Yep. Someone mentioned roller bars are good, too. Yeah. Next. Kim says, I had some I had some personal growth just from our Skype session last week. Oh, Kim, good. Yeah, how are you, Kim? Next. Russ says, Cass, I saw your Instagram training tip videos. Loved it. Keep it up. See that? That's Russ. <laughs> Russ, is always, Russ is always good with the compliments. Yeah, he's Russ, awesome. loving your new formats this year. Love how you're switching things up, buddy. You're looking, by the way, Russ, you're looking really good, too. Next. Karen says, my dog comes on recall on e-collar at the park, but at home in the yard with no e-collar, he won't come, especially with the ball. Well, the ball, his ball drive is overriding, the, is overriding the obedience. Next. Shadow says, as someone with depression, keeping busy and exercising helps a lot. Keep your mind busy and less focus on your poor thoughts. So who said that? Shadow. So Shadow, you're, you're, that's band-aiding it. You're band-aiding it. At some point, you need to address it. At some point, you need to address it. So if you're scared to, there's always going to talk therapy. Next. 
Uh, Kyle says the word bonking can get awkward here in U- in the UK. Yes, it can. And somebody said it can get awkward in Australia as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see that. Yeah. Uh, Courtney, thanks for your content. Fostering six-month-old Border Collie mix. Fully <coughs> potty trained. Pees whenever husband comes home or into the room or walks by. Even if the dog is in a sit or a down. Suggestions? Wow. Dog's in a down and it pees? Well, it, 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 I doubt it. It might not be excitement. It might be fear. I don't know. You know, what I do is we put we put dogs through our program, and the shrapnel effect is a lot of that peeing goes away. Next. Bob says, Cass, you're incredibly mature for 24. That's meant as a compliment. Yep. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, you are. Yeah, even Joelle is 25. Yeah, she just turned 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah well, you know, most of the staff here is very mature for their age. Yeah. Even Zoe's matured since she's been here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she just came here at 17. So, you know, she's like, what, 18 and yeah. one month or something now. So, yeah, like they, you grow up fast. You grow up fast. Yeah. Next. Bob says, coyote problem. There are roller bars that go on top of the fence to stop jumping yeah. and climbing. Uh, Karen says the word bonking, also awkward yeah. in Australia. Yeah, so roller bars can be, you can you can make your own roller bars. So a roller bar is um, sometimes a lot of, a lot, a lot of wild, wildlife preserves, you'll see them. You can just take a, um, like you can take gas gas pipe or you can take copper tubing and then take pvc pipe that's a little bit wider and they roll around so the 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 animal can't get a grip on it and it tries to get over your fence and it slips down next you can also put hot wire up there too next bob says bob is canadian so he can talk about us canucks (laughs) i guess so if that's the unwritten rule Karen, regarding bonking, when I had no towel, I've used a shoe, small pillow, cushion, yep. tissue box, small plastic bottle of pills, etc. It all even works. When I miss, it works, but I don't need it so much these days. Exactly. At what point do we say throwing shit at your dog is bad? It's like, it's natural. Your dog's barking at the door, look around, pick something up, say no, whiz it at the dog. Your dog will shut up, historically. Next. Shadow, don't worry, Jeff. Many years of therapy and medication to control it. Exercise and activity just helps to further improve. Doctor's order. Awesome, Shadow. Proud of you. Proud of you. And that's it. That's okay, because we're ending the show anyway. It's nine. It's almost 9.30. So we're going to end the show on that note, all right, on Shadow's awesome personal growth journey. Thank you so much. So you guys go to Jeff Gelman Seminars, Jeff Gelman Seminars. If you want to see um, the seminar tour, we're going to be in Seattle this coming weekend. And then San Francisco, actually Petaluma the weekend after that. And then Pro- ending the year in Providence. And then um, we've got 24, I think, scheduled for next year. We're, we're shooting for 28, for 28 of them, um, for uh, 2020. We're in six countries in 2020, so we're excited about that. New Zealand, Australia, Singapore, Scotland. Um, actually, we're in seven countries. Scotland, um, England, Canada, and the United States. <laughs> that makes seven. Mm-hmm. We might do an eighth country. I actually want to do one in Dubai. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be really cool. I know it would be, but, but that would be mostly for like, you know, not too many locals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look at they look at dogs a little bit differently there mm-hmm. over there, so you can do that. And um, also, if you want to go to go to CoolDogTricks.com, CoolDogTricks.com, hit that six more for a penny, and then do girl for your twenty five percent off. 
so you can save a little bit of money. So for 15 bucks, you can get 12 tricks. Step by step, it's taught by Brittany, who's one of our trainers here. All right, man, in love with all of you. Always be nice. Take care. Bye.